Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Kelsey and Armando here with you. Before we jump into what we're actually going to be talking about today's podcast, I was just having this conversation with Kelsey before we started recording in regards to my drive. So I was driving to work the other morning and listening to the radio to a local radio station here. And the host, the radio host is talking about how this has been a really rough year for everybody with like politics, with COVID, with people like working less hours at work or not working at all or getting laid off. It's been really tough. And he was talking about how I'm sure everybody's hoping that 2020 is done so 2020 can start and we can have a fresh start. 2021 can start. That's what I said. Did I say that? You said 2020 again. Okay, sorry. So for like, everybody's just really looking forward to being done with this year and starting a new year. Preach. Yeah. So it's like, it got I me thinking. I actually shouldn't talk shit because this year hasn't been that bad. But it got me thinking. I was like, you know, I was like, so many people have this, this mindset, like, wait for this year to be done. A new year is going to start. But in reality, if you think about it, COVID's probably still going to be around. COVID's not going away within the next two months. It's not going to be like, hey, New Year's starting. We're going to stop talking. COVID's going to be done. So it just made, got my wheels turning in regards to that. And it's like, why do we wait? So if we didn't, I'm going to kind of go deep a little bit here. If we didn't have the concept of time, especially uh, years, if we didn't have the concept of years, we didn't know when year started or years ended, would we be looking forward to a new year? And I'm using quotations if we didn't have the concept of time. We wouldn't because we wouldn't have a, there wouldn't be anything there. So why are we putting so much emphasis on a new year when in reality, a new year is maybe not going to do very much for us? Society's made it that a new year is like a new start, new year, new me, new year, I'm going to start over my my income. You know, you start at zero because you start making more money for that year. And I get all of that, but that's what we've been wired to do. And why do we do that with our goals and what we want in life that we put it on hold or we put it on the back burner because like, oh, this year is almost done. This year, yeah, maybe this year is almost done. But in reality, time, if there was that concept of time, why would it matter? Why not start mm-hmm. now? Why not start building habits now that'll get you to your goals that much faster? And there's two months left, yes, in this year. But without that concept of year ending or year starting, let's just jump on it. And at the end of this episode, what you take from this, implement it. Apply it to your life now. Don't wait. Don't wait for something new to start. I don't yeah. know. What do, you, what do you think? I mean, that was just something I had on my chest that I was like, I feel like a lot of people need to hear this. It's so funny that you brought this up. So he started telling me about this and I was like, wow, I know you haven't seen my story because you were driving, but I just talked about this on my story today was the fact that we always have to wait for a reset. Oh, diet starts Monday. Diet starts January. But think of all the progress that's lost in those, those waiting moments. You know, I know your mom used to say, why put off for tomorrow what you can get done today? Yep, all the time. And I think that's so true when it comes to anything, chasing a goal, creating a habit, 
whatever you're, whatever you're putting off and procrastinating, I almost guarantee you, even if it's something like decluttering your bathroom, once you do it, you're going to be like, wow, why didn't I do that? I should have done this so much sooner. Always. And procrastination really just, it's us standing in our own way. It's letting our excuses be bigger than our drive for the result that we're seeking. And so I really think that it's important. And I myself can say that I'm guilty of this at times too, is the fact that sometimes we think it'll be easier at another point. So we just push it off. But I'm here to tell you all of the big things that I pushed off and that I've now done, they didn't get any easier. There's never a good time. There's never a right time. It's never going to be the right time. No matter what it is, you just have to jump in. And I think this was a few episodes back that I talked about my best friend and I, she wants to start a podcast. I was like, okay, cool. Like, when are we going to launch it? I was like, ready. And she was like, oh, well, I was thinking like March. And I was like, oh, I was thinking January or sooner, you know? And I I was thinking that because I'm so used to at this point, just saying like, why am I going to wait? I need to just do this because... Honestly, if you can learn to fail forward and just do things and figure it out as you go, there's nothing more valuable than that. No matter what you're chasing, no matter what you're seeking, you have to try things. Trial and error is going to be the best teacher. That is going to be the best way to one, figure out the path that you need to get there or to figure out all the options it's not going to be. You're still getting closer no matter what. So I really think it's really important. You know, it kind of goes along the same thing. I talked about it on my stories. I was like, if you don't think you could get progress in two months, you can get so much progress in that amount of time. I have clients who have lost at a rate of one and a half to two pounds. Think if that were you, And in two months, that's over 15 pounds. And all I have to say is that if you started that journey now into the holidays and you built your strong mind through the holidays. This is exactly what I said on my story. The holidays is probably going to be the biggest test for you and Mm -hmm. food. And let me tell you, when you're confronted with all this delicious food and you turn it down the rest of the year, once January comes around, fucking easy, easy cheesy. Because if you went through the Thanksgiving, through the holidays, through the Hanukkah, through New Year's, through any holiday that you have, it just once you get through and all the Christmas parties. Oh, I don't know if there'll be a lot this year. No, I don't. With COVID, I don't think so. But either way, you're confronted with a lot of food, a lot of desserts, a lot of snacks on on at stores online. Every, I mean, there's just so much. So if you can get through this now and really build that strong mindset to get through your journey, you're gonna be golden when you come out the other side. And get through it with a sense of balance, because if you can create those habits and that balance now, it's gonna be so much easier going into next year. And people think of losing weight come springtime once they start seeing the sunshine and all that and they're like oh i'm gonna be in a bathing suit in like three months i better Tank start top, doing shorts something start coming out stuff like and that. it's like okay but summer bodies are made in the winter so you're you're already pushing time yeah and i talked about this in my facebook group yesterday was your expectations of how long it takes to lose weight 
is probably a little skewed. You have to remember that these things take time. You know, like I said, I have some clients who lose like a pound and a half up to two pounds a week, but sustainable, successful weight loss is about a pound a week. Through the holidays, give yourself a cushion. But think if you can start building those habits now, and even if you're five pounds closer or 10 pounds closer to your overall weight loss goal, wouldn't you rather be that than maybe 10 pounds heavier because you just let loose through the holidays? So you have to think of that and really say like, how bad do I really want this? I know we kind of talked on like weight loss and stuff, but we're going to talk on like reaching for your goals and some habits that you can create because I know January is like a big goal setting. That's where people are like, okay, I'm going to do big things this year. And that's where that reset happens. 2020 has been a rough year and maybe you've just completely fallen off. And I, I, I get it. There's a newfound motivation in January. So let's prep now. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Is it really? I, was just, I feel like as, we're as, just like really as you were talking, vibing. I was just thinking, I was like, you know, I was like, maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to do something, go for a promotional promotion at work. Or maybe you want to leave your current job and go to a new or job. save for a down payment on a house. save for a down payment. Why, I'm trying to buy multiple houses next why year. Why are you going to start in January <laughs> when you can start now and start getting ready? So that way, if you are looking forward to January 1, 2021, boom, that first day, you've already got your plan in place and you can implement it right then and there. There's no reason. There's no time to waste. Start doing that now. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Anyways, wow. we got 10 habits for you to implement to get you to get your wishes into a reality. A goal without a date is just a wish. And that's so true. Remember we've, that. Yeah, we've talked about that. We'll have to redo another goal setting episode. I think, Yeah, we might January, revisit in January, yeah. maybe start you off fresh, but mm-hmm. we got big plans for January. Kelsey doesn't know it, but I've already been building a rapport of what this podcast is going to be. We're taking it to the next level. Oh, damn. I'm not so, aware of this. To be continued. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. Habit number one, create standards for yourself and stick to these every single day. If you have a clear expectation, you're more likely to execute on it versus just being like, oh, I kind of want to do this. No, what do you want to do? Okay, who do you have to be to get to that? Um, This doesn't mean that you're perfect all the time, but it means that every day you're getting 1% better. And some days aren't going to be 100% and that's okay. But having that clear expectation and having those standards, it's like, let me, I'm just like thinking on the fly here. It's like having values for your relationship, right? It's not always going to be perfect. Like for example, maybe you're, you really value not raising your voice at your spouse, Is that always going to happen? No, but if you really value that and you think of that and you say, okay, I really want to do better at this. I want to be better at this. And you're intentional with something. You're more likely to execute on it. Just being a priority. Yeah. Just being 1% better every single day. That's going to get you so much closer to this dream or goal that you're chasing. And I feel like I talk about this all the time and I'm a broken record, but how do you chase something that you don't know you want? If you don't have a clear vision of what you're wanting, 
there's no way in hell you're going to be, you're going to be literally in a dark room just reaching for whatever you can get. You have to create a clear plan and know where you're going. So having that clear plan will help you create those standards for yourself and that expectation that you have. You know, maybe you're like, okay, I'm no longer going to go to Marshall's and drop $50 because I'm saving for a house. Okay. So if you don't actually consciously think of that and know like, ah, looking at my bank statement, I'm blowing a lot of money at Marshall's. You might not even know that's an issue yet, right? So having that clear expectation and not expecting perfection, but just to be 1% better than you were yesterday. Yeah. And then on, on, on that note, I know just I've already built, I'm very financially aware, financially conscious about my spending habits just because I've already built up to it. And and then just recently this last week at work, we had these little like uh, honor system treat plate, treat things like a little store. You can go buy something and then you can scan the barcode and you pay for it. And recently, like everybody else at work has been doing it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go try it. And like for two days, I actually bought stuff. And I was like, I feel so guilty spending money because I pack a lunch. I pack my snacks. I even I even text Kelsey. And I was like, babe, just so you know, I bought stuff. It was like three bucks. It was like four, three, yeah, like three bucks that I spent like over a two day period. And I was like, I've built this habit of being conscious about my spending that when I do spend stuff that's out of my norm, it doesn't feel right. Like I, I'm like, oh gosh, I spent a lot of money. But in, but for people that don't realize that they've been doing it for so long, they don't realize that they've been spending all this money. If you go to Marshall's and spend 50 bucks or mm-hmm. you, you're buying a coffee on a daily or, or even twice a day. And my husband's not a spender in a sense because when he spends money, he's fucking spends money. But I do my research, okay? Like he drops hundos, okay? (laughs) So I'm probably like a little spender. Like I'm like on Amazon and I'm like, ooh, I think I need this. 20 here, 20 there type thing. Ooh, that'll be nice. And my husband's like $300, $500. I'm like, can you just not? And see, the way that I always tell you is like, babe, like throughout the year you spend 20 here, 20 there, 10 here, 10 there. And I I just, all I do is I I add up all my 10s and 20s and I just... Boom. Drop it. Spend it all in one. It just hurts a little more. Like ease me into it, you know? <laughs> okay. The next habit, take action. Even when you're feeling stuck, I can actually relate to this one this year. I kind of, I took a break from accepting new clients. I needed a little bit of a break. I was a little burnt out. I knew s- starting this distance learning with the kids might be a little bit of a trial thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stop taking new clients for a little bit. Enjoy like this last month or so of summer and chill. What happened? Got yourself in a slump. I did. I was let off that gas. I was in a slump and I felt very blah, like to the point of me literally telling Armando, I was like, maybe I'm not meant to be a coach. And he was like, what? I had to slap her. Where is I'm, it? I'm just he I did not slap, slap me. <laughs> I had to, what would you, I would, I was a, a verbal slap. Yeah. No, you definitely slapped me with your eyes. Did I? For sure. Like, I'm pretty sure you even whipped your head. Yeah. It was, yeah. Maybe that's why I had to go to the chiropractor. Maybe. You don't even go to the doctor. <laughs> um, and it did. It got me in this slump. And so I finally was like, okay, I have to do something to get out of this because I'm just, I'm just sitting here sulking in my sorrows. I need to do something. I need to start accepting clients again and like 
find that fire for me. And I think I have found that fire. That fire is burning and it is raging and that train is going choo choo. Yeah. I, you know, and I didn't feel ready because we're still dealing with this stupid school shit. And guys, I've shed a lot of tears, a lot of tears. And, you know, did I feel really ready? No. Did I procrastinate? Yeah. It's definitely a learning experience for everybody, kids and parents all in oh one. My gosh. And teachers. I mean, teachers <sighs> that are parents, geez, they got yeah. like the double whammy. Oh, I so, double feel bad for them. I mean, it's, it's a big change for everybody, but it's one of those things that, that was um, feeding into your slump that you felt even more stuck and more depressed Just to where everything. It's one of those things that you have to accept. This is the way things are for now. Let's yeah. roll with the punches. Let's overcome with let's overcome all this adversity that we're being faced with and get ahead in life. Take messy action. That's what like that's my biggest suggestion. Even if you don't feel ready, jump. And yeah. you'll you'll never be ready. You just have to be ready enough. If we were ever 100% ready, if we always waited until we were that ready, we would never get anything done. You just have to jump, take messy action because I'll tell you, I jumped, I took messy action. I was like, okay, I'm just going to start doing this again and hope things work out. Things are growing great. I feel like and I've that's got exactly my what you back. needed. That's what exactly what you needed. Cause you yeah. got yourself out of that funk without even thinking like you were just like, I'm going to start helping women again. I'm going to get myself in that mindset. And you did, you jumped into I it have to be helping people. And not that I wasn't already helping my clients, but my clients that I had were already a little bit more experienced. And so they've been with me long enough. You didn't feel needed. Yeah. It was like your toddler is like a teenager now. And you're like, well, you can do, you can drive yourself. And I'm just here by myself. Just telling you, be like, hey, okay, be home soon. Yeah. Well, so (laughs) she likes the toddlers. I like toddlers. I like helping. I like feeling needed. That's probably answering questions. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is like it's as, the teaching for me. I love teaching. Yeah. I love the And not that excitement. you're not teaching your current clients, but no. they're so much more educated. They're they're so much more aware of their body. They're as far as the plan, how the app works, mm-hmm. how the how the weekly check-ins work. They know everything. So the questions have dwindled away, not like in the beginning. Yeah. I like that fresh new. So now I know I just need to keep bringing on new clients, even if I feel a little overwhelmed. I'm just going to have to keep taking messy action yes. all the time. Okay, next one. Habit number three, as you should already know, daily gratitudes. So I'm not going to hit this one super hard because I feel like maybe we should go back and tally how many episodes a we lot. bring up gratitudes. Um, these just help you really stay grounded, stay present, Search for the good in every day. And if you're really trying to seek out dreams and make them a reality and, you know, strive for big goals, you need to be in a positive mindset. And to be in a positive mindset, you need to almost, because I'll tell you this much, I don't know, I would say majority of people don't default to a positive mindset. We automatically go to worst case scenario or... It's easier. Yeah, this is bad. So we have to literally retrain our minds. And actually, my therapist and I have been talking about this, like retraining your mind. And it's very hard. It is so hard. And so how do you fix something that's really hard? You practice it. And how do you practice something? You be intentional with it. And how do you be intentional? You do it every damn day. Mm -hmm. So do your Mm -hmm. damn 
daily gratitudes. And speaking on that, as far as people looking at the negative, and that's kind of what we revert to, that's kind of the first thing that we look at. It made me think of at work. So there's 12 of us that got hired on together. One person that's been really negative throughout the whole process, like this place sucks, like, oh my gosh, why are we doing this? This is dumb. Like I'm not learning anything. And then just, just really negative. And it's, you have those people that are really like cancerous in where they can really get everybody else on that same boat. But Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that nobody else has jumped on that. And it's been a really big eye opener for me that it's so many people look at this negative where for me, it's like, you know what? I got hired on during COVID. Like I've, I have a job. So many people out there are struggling to stay afloat and I have the opportunity to do what I've been, what I would love to do. And I got hired on during the uh, difficult time. Like that is such a blessing to me where mm-hmm. this other person that I'm working with is looking at all the bad and the negative and how much it sucks. And I'm like, wow, this is where that, that glass half full, glass half empty comes in. It's like me, I'm half full. It's like, we have so much, we have so many blessings right now. And sometimes we can't see them because we're blinded with so much darkness around us. And I think it is, this year is hard. I will give people more grace this year just because I feel like more people are mentally struggling. And, you know, I was thinking of this earlier today specifically, you know, I had a therapy session yesterday and I was kind of thinking on it and I was like, you know, I can't decide if I am in a better mental headspace or if I've gotten so much worse that now it's only up from here. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I was thinking like, why is that? And I was thinking, well, I'm really going on this big journey of growth. Like I really want be to my full potential because I don't think I've in a lot of points in my life. I think you've just tapped into it. I think just recently you've tapped into what your. I don't even know if you realize what your full potential is. I don't think really anybody does because once you once you accomplish your quotations, your full potential, you realize how you go further. You how much further you can go. Yeah, and I was like thinking of like, wow, I'm like really forcing growth on myself this year. I'm doing uncomfortable things and I'm getting comfortable with discomfort, and that's uncomfortable. It's, it's just something that nobody wants to seek out, but nothing great ever comes from a comfort zone. And so I'm forcing a lot of growth on myself. That's amazing. And I was just thinking like, wow, you know, this year has been really difficult for me, but it's also been such a great year. I mean, as much as it's been a really tough year, there's just been a lot of moments that I feel like, holy shit, like... So much has happened this year. And as much as I look back at this year and I think it's been a hard year, when I really think of the moments, it's been a really good year. Do you think you've trained yourself? That's because you've trained yourself to look at more at the positive? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, honestly. And maybe you don't know because you're so used to looking for that positive, looking for that great interaction with those looking for those great memories and and thinking of that versus thinking of like getting that's going, stuck the on the whirlwind that's going on around so yeah. I mean, the way that i think of it is like you're in the eye of the hurricane currently like where the calm is and everything else and every once in a while you get sucked into the negative mm-hmm. but then you find your way back into the eye which mm-hmm. is that peace where everything's quiet and calm yeah and it's just like it's been a crazy year i just think that a lot of people need to give themselves grace, but also decide, hey, do I want to stay here? Like, 
you know, I talked about this on my story as well is you can't do the same things and expect a different outcome. It just doesn't work that way. So if you really don't like how something is, it's time to change it. And you're going to have to do something uncomfortable. You're going to have to do something different to break that cycle. So you have to decide, you know, and that's like that coworker is okay. If you don't like this, then you need to do something different. If you're really that unhappy, instead of just sitting and talking about it, you need to do it, you know, be about it and do it. So I think that's a good lesson for anybody in anything in your life. Um, you know, really evaluate how unhappy are you? Habit number four, be in the now. A lot of the times, I think it's really easy for us to get stuck on the end result. On the future or the past, even. Or the past. I But I think when you're chasing a dream or a goal, you're just thinking, I want that. I want yeah. that. So yeah. you're seeking out so far ahead. And you're not enjoying the journey. And so much is going to be missed if you don't enjoy the journey. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. just so much... You have to fall in love with the process and the change and the highs and the lows. I've talked about this before where I'm somebody, I have to feel the lows because they make me appreciate the highs. And that's part of the journey too. And I think we've talked about this. I've either talked about this on the podcast or my story in my Facebook group. I don't know. I don't even know at this point. Everything bleeds together. But Armando was telling me, this analogy kind of that he had one time about driving across the country. So if you're driving across the country, you know, from California to say New York, you can drive with no brakes except bathroom brakes and just get there. Google map it and be like, boom, we're going for it. Doing it. You can do that and you can get there. You can get there faster, but are you going to get there and enjoy the rest of your trip? Probably not because you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be worn out. Your back's going to hurt all of these things. So what if instead you bring a friend, you guys rotate driving, you map it out and plan some cool stops along the way, enjoy some good food, enjoy some good company, and maybe you get there a day or two later. But you enjoyed the process. You're going to get there and it's going to be a much more memorable trip, right? You're you're still going the same distance, mm-hmm. same path, but you're just taking a different approach. You go into it with an open mind, an open heart, knowing, hey, this is going to be long. We're going to rotate driving. We're going to see some cool shit along the way and we're going to show up and we're still going to enjoy it when we get there. That's two completely different mindsets. Be present. Enjoy the now. Even though right now it might suck a little bit, that moment is only that moment then. And then it's gone. And you can't have that moment back. You will never be as old as you are now and you'll never be as young as you are now. So enjoy it. You know, I think I love, love, love talking to older people because I just think they have so much insight there's so I much, there's so wealth much, of knowledge yes so much knowledge so much like valuable advice and usually a common theme is the advice is to appreciate what you have and just enjoy yeah because i the, what i think of when you say that is you hear the saying stop and smell the roses mm-hmm. like literally like that that means like you're running and hey stop for a second like 
take a take break. A, take a break. Take a deep breath in. Look around. Look where you're at. Enjoy that moment. Be present in that moment because that moment's only then and then it's gone. And so much comes from that because, you know, I think of I think of myself like my goal for my business is very big. I want to help so many people. Like I literally, I write in my gratitude journal, I've helped 100 people achieve their goals. And that number seems so far for me right now. It's so far. And I think of that, but then if I really stop and think, I'm like, yeah, but. Look at all your progress. You've already, I'm, I've already helped like 30 plus people. How exciting is that? What an honor to get to be this small piece in their life to help them build this confidence. You know, one of my past clients, Joanna, she tagged me and her mom tagged me in a photo of her in a dress. And she said, you know, I never would have had this confidence without you and all of this. And mm, like reading I saw that, that, I think I saw that picture. And then yeah, yeah, she looks great. She looks great in that dress. And reading that, I was like, this is why I fucking do this. This is exactly why looking at that smile on her face and like just knowing that I played a very small role in that. She did all the hard work, but I played a small role and that is such an honor. And if I was just going a hundred miles an hour, focusing on a hundred people, a hundred people, a hundred people, would I really have built that connection with her? Would I have really been as invested as I am with my clients? You know, if I was just so focused on that 100 end number yeah that end number and that's and you're just for all your clients so your current clients and all your past clients in a lifetime you're just a blip on the radar I for know. them like you're just a blip I know. but it makes that, me so sad <laughs> but that blip could possibly change the trajectory of the rest of their life yeah even if it's just a little bit it'll make a huge difference for the rest of their life so that you are a very important blip and i think this like really pertains to a weight loss journey if you're just focused on losing the 20 pounds, like I just want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. You're going to get lost in the process. And if you don't enjoy something, you're not as likely to stick with it. You want an end result that lasts, not a quick fix that fades. And if you're really in this for the long haul, then don't focus on just the end result. Be in the now. Do things that make you happy through this process you know, find workouts you enjoy, find an accountability buddy, hold each other accountable, go on walks together, do all the things, but enjoy the process because that is part of it. You know, it's, it's not just the end goal. It's not just buying the house. It's not just losing the 20 pounds. It's not just the hundred clients. It's about everything in between, because if we are just living one big moment to another big moment, we're missing out on 95% of our life. Yeah. So you have to enjoy every step of the way. And sometimes those steps are knee deep in a puddle. Okay. They suck. Upside down. Upside. Yeah. (laughs) Head first without a helmet. Okay. But that's part of the process. That's part of the joy. That's part of what's going to make you appreciate that end result. And I think it's just so important to enjoy the highs, the lows, everything in between. I feel like right now I can say that because I'm not in that low that I was just in. But I will say that 
it taught me a lesson. I know now I need to, even if I'm feeling a little burnt out, even if I'm feeling like I want to take a break, because guys, let me tell you, it is exhausting to go to work, work my eight hours. I get up at four in the morning to go to the gym. I go, I work my eight hours, and then I come home and I work on my business for hours. Sometimes I literally just want to come home and do nothing. It's a dream. It's a sweet, sweet dream. But at the end of the day, when I slowed down, it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't everything I wanted. So now I know. So even though that puddle was, you know, hip deep. Oh, it got deeper now. It It got deeper. That was the deep one. (laughs) (laughs) It was hip deep. Now I learned a lesson from that. And that's part of the journey. So I agree. Yep. Anything to add on that one? Okay. We're moving onward and upward. Habit number five. Time management or a power list are great resources for seeking out a goal or a dream. So I've talked about, we've talked about time management and power lists on Mm -hmm, here, mm -hmm. but starting your mornings on offense versus defense really is the approach that you want to take when you're seeking out a goal or a dream, or you're trying to make big moves on something. And how do you do that? You have good time management, block things out, batch your time, spend your creative hours. Or like, I'll give this example on our team meeting on Monday, we were talking around, um, training and everything. And one of my clients asked, what time is everybody's like, you know, peak performance time. And it was funny. All of us said around like 10 AM is like our peak workout time. And I was like, it's funny because I know this. And so I so much look forward to Saturday workouts because I know I get to go to the gym at my peak performance time. Well, just like that. I thought you wanted to go to the gym on Saturdays because you get to go with me. Well, that too. Okay. That too. But think like thinking of that, I know that that's my peak performance time. So I'm going to plan my workouts when I can at that time, right? So if you have a peak performance time, you need to batch your items accordingly. So maybe, for example, first thing in the morning, you are sharp. That's when you're going to get a lot of like the analyzing and maybe client phone calls done and things like that, that take more of that brain power. If in the afternoon you're not as sharp, maybe that's where you do like the, the tedious work that doesn't take a lot of focus and you can just like hash things out. Use your time according to what best fits for you. Now the power list, the power list is something, this is key to Focusing on three to five things every single day that are going to move you one step closer to that goal. So I have my clients, and this was actually passed down to me from my coaches. You get a sticky note and you write five things that are going to move the needle today that you need to get done. So write those down. And if you've done everything you can on that item, you get to cross it off. Maybe it's not complete but you can cross it off. So for example, maybe I needed to reach out and get something sent over to me. I've reached out. I have no control if that person sends it. So I cross it off. And then on tomorrow's power list, I put to follow up on it. Okay. Something about creating a list and marking it off, guys, 
It does something. Oh yeah, it definitely does. It brings you, it brings some joy in your mind where you're like, you feel accomplished. It's those small wins. And that's what it's about. And it's putting things on that list, not like switch the laundry. Don't put that on your list. That's not going to move the needle unless you're a house cleaner. That is not moving the needle for you. Put things that are actually going to propel you towards your goals. Okay. Put those on the list. If you cross all of them off by the end of the day, that is a win for the day. You get to put a big W on that and you hang it up where you can see it. But also if you don't get them done, you write a big fat L on there and you also hang that where you can see. I'll tell you a few consecutive days of wins and you're going to do whatever the hell it takes to get that win. To accomplish that, yep. And that's what it's about. That's the idea behind it. Putting things on your daily list that are going to move the needle, get you closer to your dreams, but yet still keep you motivated and keep realistic goals. Because if we give ourselves 10, 15 things to do, that's overwhelming. Nobody wants to do that. When we feel overwhelmed, we do nothing. And you have to set like realistic goals for yourself. Having these ridiculously long list, that's not realistic. I've done that before where I make a huge list of all kinds of stuff I want to do. And in reality, it's probably stuff that I can do over like a three-day period, but Mm -hmm. I do it all in one day. And when I look at my list and I'm like, wow, I've gotten three things on my list done, but what I should have done is only had those three things there. I just, I overcommitted for myself. Yeah. So it's, it's also a way of managing your time where like, hey, okay, look at your list and be like, what needs to get done today? And maybe what can I push out to tomorrow? And what can I push out to the next day? Exactly. Creating those realistic expectations so that you can have those little wins. And that's going to keep you moving. That's going to build the momentum. Habit number six, focus on self-improvement. As you know, this is a self-improvement podcast. If you are here, you are already working on this. No, but visualizing who you need to be to achieve your goals, that is so crucial for your success. Again, creating that clear picture of what, okay, somebody who is a business owner making a million dollars a year, are they sitting on the couch watching three hours of Netflix a night? Negative. I'm going to say that's a no. So you need to have that clear expectation. If that's really something that you want to achieve, who is that person? And you need to become that person. Work on self-development. If you are not growing, you are not doing any favors for yourself or your goals. I really feel like when I'm stagnant, I, I get anxious. For me at this point in my life, having made personal development such a big thing for me. If I'm not working on something, if I'm not growing something in my business, if I'm not, you know, focusing on the next big thing, like right now for me, I don't know what the hell is up with me. I'm so in my head about investments right now. I am like deep. You could ask Armando's rolling his eyes just for mental picture for all of you right now, because I'm like, we need to invest. We need to buy another house. We have to do this. And he's like, really? I mean, do we have the money for this right now? I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Like, that's just me right now. I'm like really pushing for this. And another I got to pull the, the reins on the horse and be like, oh, ho, ho, slow it down there, bud. Again, it comes back to me like jumping in head first. I'm just like, <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go. Like, that's my 
mindset on things recently. And, and is, here I am, like reel it in. Come on, <laughs> let's reel it in here a bit. But self-improvement doesn't even have to look big and extravagant and scary. And it can be as simple as journaling, meditating, doing yoga, daily reflections, reading, listening to podcasts, listening to books on Audible, getting some movement in. I mean, listening to up, uplifting music too. I mean, that's, that's also good for you too because it gets your mind turning. Or even another one, I don't know if you have on your list too, that I've really, I think has really helped me is honestly sitting in silence. Yeah. We're oh surrounded gosh. with so much noise and I'm not just talking about like literally noise, but like the TVs, cars honking, mm-hmm. uh, like people yelling, like there's just so much noise going on around us all the time that it's sometimes really nice just to sit in silence. And I've found that driving for me, cause my commute is about two hours. I'll drive, Each way. I'll drive with no radio, no music, no nothing. I just literally just listen to like the humming of the tires on the, on the highway. And I have, I have such like intense conversations with myself. Sounds like a crazy person, but I mean, it's, it's, I get so much, so many ideas out and I get so many like little problems resolved on my drive. And it's absolutely amazing. I enjoy that, like awkwardly, just that, that alone, time. that alone mindless because, I, and then that's the other thing is like, do nothing, like literally sit in silence and do nothing and have a conversation with yourself. Can we talk about this for a second? Cause do you remember telling me how crazy I was? He would get in my car and there'd be no music, no nothing. And he's like, do you really drive around in silence? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Because I spend a lot of time with your kids, your kids, and they both like the sound of their voice a lot. So when I get to get in the car by myself, I like to hear my own thoughts. Mm. Like I like to hear from myself, like, how you doing? Just checking up on you. Haven't heard from you in a while. (laughs) And now this is something you practice regularly. Yeah, because I've been pushed into it. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Okay, next habit. Never stop learning. So you've you've definitely heard there's knowledge and or there's power. What is it? Your knowledge is power. So never stop learning. But knowledge is potential power. That's the big one. Potential power. Yes. That is right. Because knowledge is like it's a what light you switch. do with it. Yeah. I mean, your house is powered. It's it's got lights. It's got everything. But if you don't flip that switch, no lights are turning on. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happening. So that power's there. That education is there. Educate yourself, but apply it. Research new and unfamiliar topics, be resourceful, be willing to learn, do things that are out of your comfort zone. You're strong and capable, and it's so empowering to learn new things, you guys. I, you know, I, especially this year, I feel even more so than other years. The more I've learned, I've, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to get new knowledge to be a better coach, to better help my clients, to better help clients that I don't even have yet. So I'm always trying to expand my knowledge around health, fitness, you know, all the things. I will never claim to know everything, but I'll tell you something I've learned this year is the more I learn, the more I have realized there's so much I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like blown away. And it almost is a little scary, to be honest, because the more I learn, the more I realize there's so much out there that I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's always going to be somebody more qualified. There's always going to be somebody who knows more than me, but you just have to stay curious. I mean, another way to look at it too, is like, there's always going to be somebody else out there that can teach me something new. Exactly. 
it's always that quote, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And it's so true. You know, even somebody, somebody coming to coaching, they're like, oh, wow, I would have never guessed this. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you've never had to know this. Yeah. You know, we all have specialties. We all have things that we are highly educated on. You know, for you, it's firefighting. I don't, I mean, I do know some of it from helping you study, but that's, you know, all I know, but people outside of the industry wouldn't know, you know, mechanics like my brother. Oh my gosh. Listening to him talk, my eyes glaze over. Cause I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're saying, but he's so educated in it because it's his specialty. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their specialty. We're not expected to know everything. And like you said, you can always learn something from somebody else yes. and you can always teach somebody. Yes. Like I'm going to you know? wait for it tonight. I'm going to tell you all about these, these astronaut shuttles and everything oh, else. I can't wait. So. I can't wait. Next habit, move your body. So prioritizing movement every single day. I know this maybe doesn't seem to make sense for helping you get closer to your goals or achieve your goals, but if you can create this habit to move your body, be healthier, feel better, you're going to be more likely to stick to other things in your life. And the better you feel, the more inclined to move forward with your goals and ambitions and all of these things, It's it, these truly go hand in hand. I can't even tell you, you know, I, w- I went to a personal development conference um, conference back in a year ago in November, we were supposed to have the other one this year. One of the things, one of the common things that they all talked about was how they prioritize their health. Every single one of them. These people are all millionaires and something they all had in common was they prioritize their health. And I was like, yeah, that's not, that's not something to ignore. You know, you can't perform at your best if you're not taking care of yourself. It's like, I mean, I've seen many of you may have seen the article of how much money LeBron James spends on his health. I think it's like one point three million dollars a year Mm -hmm. is what he's putting into his health and his fitness. I mean, that's that's the that's I'm not saying go spend all this money, but if the successful people out there are spending time and money on their health, we need to learn from them and be like, mm-hmm. hey, we need to do this for ourselves. We're not saying spend a ton of money, but you can easily, instead of sitting down for an hour and watching Netflix, go walk outside, go take a walk. Just Walk the, on the, the treadmill little, and little watch things. Netflix. There you go. Perfect. I used to, um, a trick that I used to do when I was first starting to lose weight was I had a show that I would watch the, uh, what is it, Gossip Girls? I would watch that show, but I would only let myself watch that show when I was at the gym That's doing cardio. Good. That is so good. That's a, You were making deals with yourself. I was. And these deals with myself, man, they really do some things. Look where it led me. <laughs> but that was the deal that I made. And so I would actually look forward to it, even though I didn't look forward to it, actually. I would actually look forward to it because I was like, I got to watch my show. And it was a good motivator for me because those episodes were about 40, 45 minutes long. And that's about how long I wanted to spend on cardio equipment. So it just ended up working out really great. So maybe that's a hack for somebody, but Mm -hmm. prioritize your health. Next one, embrace failure. So embracing failure headfirst, guys, I'm a professional at this by now. Just do it. 
Don't let the fear of failure hold you back from reaching your goals. Acknowledge the fears and uncertainty and limiting beliefs and negative self-talk and all of the things and decide to move forward anyways. Keep going because that little voice in your head is there to try to keep you safe. And what do we say? Nothing good ever comes from a comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So you got to push out of it. It's hard. It never gets easier. I'll tell you this as I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't get easier because at this point it is easier for me, but it's still pretty hard. So you're just going to have to get used to, hey, I might fail, but you know what? At the end of this, I'm failing forward and I'm getting one step closer and always think of it in the sense of what's the best thing that could happen Yep. and move forward with it. There's always going to be a worst case scenario, but we need to retrain our minds and say, but what's the best thing that could happen mm-hmm. and focus on That's that so and use yep. that as our reason to move yep. forward. That's beautiful. 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 Anything to add? No, I was just going to say, well, the last thing to add, fear is a liar. Yeah. I mean, just think of it that way. Like fear comes over you. It's like, it's just your way of trying to pull yourself out of something. It's just lying to you that you can't be successful. You can't do something. Mm -hmm. So don't listen to it. But you can. Yep. You're welcome. Yep. And our last habit is have a positive community around you. It's really important to surround yourself with growth-minded and positive people because you're not always going to feel positive. You're not always going to be excited. You're not always going to want to do the things. But if you have people in your life that have expectations for you, like you should for yourself, then they're going to be like, hey, what are you doing? No, you're not giving up on this. Like me telling Armando, like maybe I'm not meant to be a coach and him looking like looking at me like I just said I something in French. Disgusted. Think if I had negative people in my life and they'd be like, oh, maybe you're not, you know, maybe we should just drop this business thing and spend yeah. more time at ladies nights on Thursdays. Yeah. Maybe that's what that's we should do. Not today. That is not happening on my you watch. Know? So surround yourself with positive, like-minded people, people that are going to push you. As much as it's really nice to have somebody sit and hold you in that comfortable place when, you, when you're feeling scared of taking that leap, you need somebody who's going to kick you in the chest every so often. Somebody who's going to push you out of your comfort zone and go, no, you can do better. Let's go. Come yeah. on. I'm going to drag you. If you don't go, I'm pushing yep. you. Yep. Kicking and screaming, we're doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Anything to add? No, that's, that's, I think, I think you said that beautifully. That is all we have for you today. We hope that you always appreciate everything. Give a share, give a like, leave a comment, do all the things to get this out to as many people as possible. We appreciate you tuning in and we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondoferius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.